Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the games we used to play back when we were kids. This is episode 28, and we are talking Theme Hospital for the PC. Yeah, it's the PC version because I refuse to play the PlayStation version because it would just piss me off. Yes, I know. It's not often. I don't want to cover PC games because I wasn't a PC gamer back in the day, but this is the best way to play it if I'm going to play Theme Hospital. I'm going to be doing this with my friend Rob, and I had an absolute great time playing this once again. Now, I used to play this, well, I said I used to play, I give it a go when I was a kid. I never really got into it that far, didn't really know what I was doing, had no idea what I could do. And I was pretty sure the PC I was running it on was a pile of shit, so I had no idea what was even going on at the time, so I just kind of gave up. But Rob asked me if I could come do this game, and I thought, let's give it another go, and hide had an absolute blast. I should say, if you are going to play it, please make sure you play it with the sound on. You'll have a much better time, because, yeah, there's a, as I found out, as you'll find out during the interview, there's a lot I missed out, and it really works, actually, if you have the sound on. It's a lot funnier game, so please make sure you do that. Now, before we get into that, we have just got to do the plug. Yes, the plug has to come first. If you want to support me, you can go over on patreon.com forward slash retro wars, where for $1.50 Australian, you get access to your own little show called DLC, which releases every two weeks. This can be thoughts on gaming ranks. It could be like what I think top tens are. It could be big events. It could be absolutely anything. And to make this a little bit of a thing, we give you a little bit of a sneak peek as I show you what happened last week, which was DLC episode seven, where I did my first review of a modern game of TMNT. I absolutely love this game and I can't even get the wording out. TMNT Shredder's Revenge. This game is a huge gamble because you're relying on a lot of factors here. You're relying on people like me still wanting to play the Ninja Turtles, still wanting to play a beat-em-up thinking that genre's dead and thinking, oh shit, no, we do. And hoping you're going to entice new people who haven't really heard the Turtles because bear in mind, this is the old 80s cartoon you're looking at here. So it's not the new generation of the Turtles or the rise of the TMNT or anything we've seen previously. This is the back in the day ones. And I'm not going to lie, this gamble worked. For me, and I'm putting it out there, this is a game of the year contender. It really is that good. Like I, I, I've said, Elden Ring is a shoo-in for game for game of the year. I still think it'll win it, but I can't see how this game won't be up there. And that was Shredder's Revenge. So what else do you get for your money? Well, you get access to our Discord. We're trying to build our own little gaming community and just talking absolute nonsense and shit, to be honest. You get the chance to vote in our Patreon polls, which we run every month, which basically decide what game we're going to cover. You get the chance to take part in all our shows of 16 Bits of Nonsense, Revive or Die, talking about the game we're covering that week, or DLC. You also get the chance to message me one-on-one. -on -one. And you get your name read out on the show, which I'll probably butcher, but I'll give it a go. And we had one this week, and it was my cousin Stefan, so I can't really say woohoo. And you, and I'll also, and I'll also do a shout. 
And I'll also do a shout-out on the show for any... And I'll also give you a shout-out on the show and welcome our newest Patreon, my cousin Stefan, who's also been a guest, who will be coming on again. So welcome, Stefan. Welcome to the shit show that is me and this show. Thank you very much for supporting this show. As I said, that's patreon.com forward slash retro wars. I won't do any more. I'll probably do it right at the end. Right. If you're new to this show, we've got a bit of an intro, which I haven't thought of a name of yet. Um, we do little things first, but if you want to get on to Theme Hospital, go about maybe 20 minutes, half an hour, and then we'll come to it. So the first thing we do is our letter section, which is called 16 Bits of Nonsense. So this is 16 Bits of Nonsense, our letter section, and you can ask me pretty much whatever you want. And if I think it's cool, I'll read it out on the show. Now, I've got one question this week, and as usual, it's Captain N, which I always appreciate and thank you for writing in. And this is mouthy, so give it a sec. Hi, Danny. I'm hoping this week's question is more of a thinker than last week's. With the economics behind making a multi-million dollar video game that, in order to justify the cost, the company needs to sell so many units in order to turn a profit. Do you think there'll be a downward trend in quality and slash or scope of AAA games if the day one release model is fully adopted across all subscription services? Now, every system has their own line services. Nintendo uses retro games. Sony uses retro and fairly new games. Rare though you have day one releases. Microsoft uses day one release and back catalog. And Sony have said they're not going to use this type and they're not going to do it at all. And they're going to put them on PS plus day one. They said it's an unsustainable business model. However, Microsoft has put multiple first-party games, Halo slash Forza, on Game Pass and has reported no issue. So a simple version of the question, will day one releases dilute the quality of AAA titles if it becomes the norm? And he said, finally, actually, no, I'll do his second question second, because he did ask me last week, I'll do the second question. I completely get what you're saying, I really do. I think that the thing is a lot of games companies think is that, you know, they're spending so much money to make these games and why should we even give a shit and put a good quality game out if this is going to go on day one release? The thing is, I think the especially all these companies, I don't think it is going to dilute these the, the basically the games that come out because if people these companies actually decide, okay, look, we'll just we'll just make a shitter game and a half-assed game because well they're going to get a day one anyway. And the problem is, is people will call them out. People real will call them out and go, well, that's fucking shit. Like, can you imagine if a new Halo came out and it was absolutely wank? Uh, the graphics are wank. Everything was terrible because they just couldn't be asked putting the money in. People will go, fuck that. We're not going to play it. And it could. This is the long scope. They think, oh, another Halo's coming out. Well, why should we really give a shit? Why, sh- why don't we then put our subscription money towards Sony, who are actually giving a shit? And... I think that's where it's going to be. Yeah, you can say this day one model, everyone's going to get it free. But if you've got exclusives, you're going to get more people coming to those models and basically say, oh, I want to actually get involved in that subscription fee because they're going to have this game, this game, this game, which I'm really looking forward to, which are going to be good. But if the shit, well, when it comes rolling around again, they're not going to get involved and they might jump ship. Also, I don't know how the model actually works in the sense of, Okay, Halo goes on you know, day one sale. Technically, no units are being sold. Do they then get a percentage of how many games are actually how often it's played from all the subscription money i don't know how that works let's say if that's the way and i might be being a bit naive here in that basically argument's sake there's say all the money comes to 100 pounds it's not I, I i know this i know economics but say it's 100 pound and basically because let's say the last of us gets downloaded 
fifty percent of the time, they get fifty percent of that money. I, is that how it kind of works? Because if that's the case, these AAA comp- these AAA games have to be funded and made well. Because if you want people to play them, you've got to put the money and you've got to put the work in. Otherwise, people are going to go. Well, why should I bother? And that's going to be it, really. If can you imagine if Final Fantasy sixteen when that comes out and if nobody wants to play it, like that could send Square into absolute fucking ridiculous plans i get what sony is saying as well that for them that's not a sustainable model but you've got to think between them and microsoft microsoft have a way fuck ton more money than sony like way fuck ton more money so they can afford to do this sony can't it's it they, they put their money in different things as we'll get into in the news and again it's all what what business model's gonna work and yeah that that's what i think i don't think it will because I think we'll really see if it will affect, if it basically if the quality drop, then you'll start to see, oh shit, what will actually move the market in that sense. But no, I honestly believe Captain N, nah, not for now. Until someone actually does put a poor piss effort in, I don't think it's going to dilute them at all. I think it's still going to be as competitive as ever because everyone's going to want to want to be the best, want to be remembered and basically get people playing their games. And to answer the second part of your question, now, if you didn't listen last week, Captain N asked who would win in a fight between Goku and Ryu using Street Fighter 2 rules. Now, I wasn't sure what that meant, but he's clarified that basically Goku cannot fly, power up, or transform. He can use the Kamehameha, however. Yeah, I'm still going with Goku, because even if you add those restrictions, even if he couldn't use the Kamehameha, or the Kamehameha, how you want to pronounce it, he'll absolutely Britain obliterate Ryu. I think he could just fart... And that would do that. As I said in the last, he could just fart and that would do so much damage. Like Ryu could do everything to him. He could punch him as hard as he want. He'd break his fist. And you can imagine punching Goku with all your weight. Your arm, the force, the recoil would just obliterate his arm. It's like literally hitting a brick wall of p- pure brickness. It's, it's not going to work. So yeah, Goku would fuck him up. Pan, Pan, his granddaughter would fuck up Ryu. That's as far, yeah, and if anyone's doubting it, shut up. Pan can fly around the world, and this is Pan at the end of the Z tournament of Dragon Ball Z. She could fly around the world, so no, fuck, Pan is beating Ryu. Smacking his dick off, that's what's going to happen if they came face to face. And that is the end of 16 Bits of Nonsense. Yes, it's a random way to finish it with a child smacking off a martial arts master's dick, but that's how we like to do it on this show. And going forward, we're going to go into the new section, which I call Patch 28.0. Now the news, what's been going on? Well, there's been quite a bit of news, but most of it has been around EVO. Now EVO, if you don't know, is a yearly fighting tournament, which I would A, love to go to, and B, love to participate in. But I'm really not as amazing as I want to be in fighting games just because of the time. But there were several bits of stuff that came out. And I'm going to go through the bits that kind of stepped out to me. Because I can kind of go through loads. But the first one was Guilty Gear. Now they just announced it's it's cleared 1 million units. And do you know what? I've never given Guilty Gear a thought. And I don't know why. I love anime. I love fighting games. And I watched the trailer for the DLC. And I was like, holy shit. this, This looked good to me. I really need to give this a go. And they're already on the This Is Guilty Gear Strive is on their second season. And they announced a character called Bridget, who apparently everyone in Japan wanted. But it just looks so much fun. And I did look for it this weekend at my local shops. And I was like, fuck, it doesn't sold anywhere. So it looks like it's going to be an Amazon job if I'm going to have to try and get all of it. But even then, it looks really expensive. I'm like, fuck. So obviously, this is not played by many. But 
it looks by those who play. It's become quite niche, maybe. But I think it's one I might want to get my hands into. One I thought was quite good, and I did mention last week, I thought there was going to be some news. Street Fighter VI, there was new characters coming out, and as I said, I thought this would come out. And this was Jury and Kimberly. Now, Kimberly is the biggest sister to Sean, who's in Street Fighter III. Um, their trailers look absolutely fantastic. They look really good, really colourful. Everyone was really happy with Jury. They went nuts for her reveal. And what I liked about that is that you, you might not know unless you've seen the film Bakira. She did the Canada slide on a bike, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" And she literally beats the shit out of someone, then sits on them, and then tweets. I was like, "Awesome, awesome!" Like, they look great. It's great additions. And again, I'm going to keep saying this every time we have Street Fighter DLC. We knew this was coming because they all got leaked. Such a shame because it would have been great had the fans seen this first time not knowing what was coming. Now, one thing that they didn't know was coming. So Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Fighters came up and they basically stated it was all done. And they needed a translator for this. They stated it's all done. No more DLC. It's basically the best we can get it. But then when you had the, trans, uh, the, the Japanese-speaking lady was giving her side, so she was going first... All of a sudden, she said the word, word rollback netcode, and everyone in the crowd lost their shit. That didn't need translating. Everyone knew what that meant. So basically, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters is getting rollback netcode, and everyone is so happy. And that's awesome for the series, because if they get that, it will mean that basically playing online is a lot smoother. And it's great, because they're still pumping money into it. But Bandai Namco is still pumping money into it which basically means that more players are going to want to play it. It means more for the competitive scene. And it also means that there's a chance of getting DB Fighters 2, which I think will come, but just not yet. I don't. With that, I don't think it's going to be for another year at least till we get a sniff of it. Now, one thing we did get a sniff of, we saw a little trailer for Tekken 8, and it was at the first Tekken, it was of Kazuya um, throwing his father, Hihachi, over a cliff. And all of a sudden, he did it, and then it kind of panned to Kazuya, and it went, like, ultra HD, new gen. It was like, holy shit. And it was, like, in de- I basically didn't say Tekken 8, but it was, like, f- massively hinted. And then all of a sudden, it went to the commentators, and or the presenters, and Kashiro Hadara, sorry, Kashiro, Katsuro, I can't pronounce that, Harada, I'm so sorry if I butchered that. Basically, the, the guy who made Tekken appeared, was cheering, and then ran off. I was like, the fuck? You, you're not going to say what's going on? So it's heavily hinted that Tekken 8 is in development from that, but it's not been officially announced. So I didn't think we were actually going to get Tekken 8 at Evo. I thought that might have been later on, but yeah, it looks like something's in the work, and... I think there's a, there's a Japanese um, com, yeah, Japanese meetup, basically. I think that might be the Japanese Games Fest. That might be the next big one. But I, I don't know. Are we going to get anything? It's wild till Christmas. I can't see it being four months until we get the actual official announcement. Something's got to come before then. Something has to come. One thing which has, again, been delayed, and I've constantly said this, I don't mind delays, is Marvel Midnight Suns. I talked about this when we did, I think it was Summer Game, Summer Festive Games, whatever, pronounce it. They announced this. I'm not interested in playing it, but it's just basically says it's been delayed again. I go back to my usual statements. Good. Delay it. Make sure it's ready, and then release it when you are ready. Now, I don't often talk retro game news here because, well, there isn't often that much. But then, all of a sudden, this happened. Apparently... It's never been found out. It's been fa- it's over 20 years. Someone has been playing the original Super Punch-Out going through the code, and they found a second player mode is actually available. I was like, how the fuck have they just found that out now? Not to not that I have no idea what 
you know, decoding thing is. But you think that, surely, the game would have been found to fuck and investigated to fuck. But to actually find this out over 20 years later is amazing. And it's it's not, like, the best two-player mode. You, you can use some of the characters. You can't have, like, the main character versus the main character. But it was still something nifty to see. I was like, wow, okay. I don't know how you do it. I didn't see that far, but it'd be interesting to see, could they now have Super Punch-Out tournaments of people using it? But yeah, that was just an interesting little thing I found. But wow, fair play, and it'd be interesting to see how many more little nuggets get found out in old games that we had. I suppose there was Super Mario 64, where they found Luigi in the fucking code, and he was meant to be there from the fucking get-go. Cue Nintendo. What people I won't slag off is Sega, though. However, they have announced the Sonic movie, the third Sonic movie, is coming out December the 20th, 2024. Fine with that. Fine. That's over two years away. Plenty of time for that to get done. Probably plenty of time to get Jim Carrey back on board. Because if you don't know, he said after Sonic 2 he was retiring from acting. And I can't imagine a Sonic film without him in now. So plenty of time to get the shit done. I can imagine they're going to be offering him a shit ton of money. Then retire after that. Retire after Sonic 3. You're done then. But yeah, plenty of time to get it done. So I just hope nothing gets leaked and I get to enjoy it as best I can at the cinema. And by that time, I'll be able to take hiccups with me. She'll be five years old, so she would definitely be one to watch the Sonic films by then. So I'll be a very happy boy. Now, one thing I just mentioned in Captain N's question about everyone's got different business rights. This actually came up and Tom Warren on Twitter basically came and claimed from Microsoft that they claim Sony pays for blocking rights to keep games off Xbox Game Pass um, and I think that's probably true. I 100% believe that's true. Whereas Xbox have these game one, you know, the game one releases uh, because of Game Pass, whatever it's freaking called. Um, what is it bloody called? I can't think what it's called. Day one releases, whatever Microsoft have. But I generally believe this is how Sony do it. And this is their way of basically staying on the market is that, yeah, they'll basically say, we want this game to be an exclusive. We're paying for those rights. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's a business at the end of the day. This is how they want to do it. They're paying the money. They're paying for the exclusivity for the year, the two years, I think, like looking at Final Fantasy VII Remake. That was a year until it was available on other consoles. Fine. If Sony's willing to put the money out there, then you've got to look back at Microsoft and go, well, are you willing to put the money on the table? Are you willing to do that? Essentially, it's the same thing about buying companies up. Like, look at Bethesda. They've gone Microsoft bought them. So don't. what's the problem here? So you've got the money, Microsoft, the ball's in your court. If you want to spend more money, you fucking do it, lads. Not a problem. It's a business at the end of the day. And this is how Sony want to do it. This is how Sony want to do it. And it's worked quite well for them so far because they're still dominating your consoles. Now, one thing I read, and I, I laughed at when I saw this. I thought, this can't be fucking real, but it is. Activision. So they have had to pull a Call of Duty skin from the recent games because... It was basically a dog. It was like a big husky-esque dog. And it was found out to be an absolute rip-off of another skin of another game called Fluff Fury. And Fluff Fury, the developers came out and they said, yep, it's a rip-off. Here's where it's ripped it off. And when you actually compare the two images, it's a fucking joke. Everything is a rip-off. The dog's head, the military gear he wears, the type of gun. It's a farce. I honestly don't know how Activision thought they could get away with that one. Or... If they've snuck it in and someone's like, look at this design I've made. And Activision might not know Fluff Fury. I've never heard of it. But it could have been they never heard of it and someone's tried to pull a fast one in them. But surely that's like, that's huge legal problems. It's like copyright 101. It's like, yeah, it's the same dog. 
So fair play for Activision pulling it from as soon as they probably got told about it. It'd be actually interesting to see who A, greenlit it, and B, who developed it, because they're going to be fucked. They'll be absolutely fucked. The final thing I'm going to talk about before we go on is the new trailer for Forspoken got dropped. Now, if you don't know, this is a Square game, which I've been looking very forward to. But it looks like the internet is no longer getting behind this because they released a new trailer and it spent a lot of money for this to get to in our face. And there was some cringy as fuck dialogue. So cringy, I'm actually putting it on now. Yep, it's a little bit cringy. They were trying to be funny. I, I get it. They're trying to be funny. Like Marvel's really good at that sort of shit. The problem is, though, when I see this sort of thing, is that if 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 I was in a Final Fantasy world, not having superpowers before or no experience, I'm not going to be cracking jokes. Like Spider-Man does, fair enough. But he, I guarantee, he wasn't when he first started. He would have been years in the making till he was cracking jokes. Like you'd be shitting yourself. We come from a world where we don't fight monsters, we don't kill anything. So to having to be going to fight huge fucking dragons out of nowhere and doing things which science cannot explain, you would not be cracking jokes. You'd be shitting yourself. And the first time you'd be expected to kill something, you'd be like, "No, I'll kill that." Okay, you'd be shitting yourself. So I'm praying to God this is just from the trailer alone and the rest of the story isn't like this. But allegedly, as I keep hearing, this game is finished. And they're not, they're basically delaying it because they don't want to get in the way of the new God of War. So they're basically saying, let God of War come and we'll release it afterwards. So allegedly this is finished. And if it's like this, people are going to get pissed off really quick. It doesn't doesn't add to the story it would add to the story more if the character was honestly shit scared and then and then as she maybe went forward she developed it a little bit more but it's gonna take time not straight away because that's what it's looking like here oh i can do this now i, just, I do that now bollocks bollocks to that well i still play it probably because i do i do look i like the first trailer the not this one, but like the recent ones I've had. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what comes off. Square Enix have been very quiet. Very quiet since they got announced. So it'll be interesting to see what comes forward. And that was the news. That was the news. Um, so yes, I will try and think if anything else comes up. In, and I'll let you know for next week if anything comes up with the Square Enix Giants. Now, I'm changing gears. We are going into our little game show here, which we call Revive or Die. So this is where we look at either a character, a mechanic, or something, or it could be a type of game we've not seen for a while, and I ask the question, should it be revived or should it be left to die? And this time, I looked at memory cards. I want to look at memory cards. We used to all have them for the Xbox. Did Xbox have micro? I think they did. Yeah, they did. PlayStation definitely had them. Nintendo 64s had them. And we've not seen bloody memory cards for a long time. They've been phased out. And I want to know, basically, should we bring them back? Because we have cloud saves now. That's all we've got. So I've got two answers to this. Chris Coplin, or one of my usual guests, he said, there's a part of me who wants to revive it because it's nice to bring your memory cards to your friend's house and you can't do that anymore. Correct. But really, I don't miss them. I don't manage miss managing three or four memory cards or choosing which memory card to discard. Long live the cloud. You ain't wrong with that one. Now for you kids who don't know what the fuck we're on about, you play the old PlayStation games, you had like, what, 15 blocks? And then some games were massive, they take up the whole memory card and you're like, oh shit, 
and this memory card's expensive as shit, and you're like, fuck, like, which one's that? So you don't know which games are on which memory card, like, fuck, 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 fuck. Although I still have my original Final Fantasy VII memory card. That I, well, it's not a Final Fantasy VII memory card. It's actually a rally car one, but I stuck one a sticker over it. But it's got my original Final Fantasy VII file on it. I still have it. I've kept it. I should frame it. I don't know why I didn't bring it back to frame. Although I don't know who that impressed. My original Final Fantasy VII file. No one's going to like that. The wife would look at it. Well, she looks at most things I do as a piece of shit. She'd be like, yeah, bollocks. Yeah. Captain N, here's, he puts his two cents in. He says this can die. Oh, straight to the point there. Well, at the time, it was necessary for disc-based gaming. Today's cloud saves are what makes these things an absolute obsolete memory of classic gaming. Things that really did suck about them was that they were proprietary. Don't put big words in. That they were proprietary to the system they were on. Xbox, Xbox 360, PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2, PSP, PS Vita, NGC all had their own memory cards. At least now, if you want to move your files via a storage device, all but the Switch let you use USB drives. And that's very true. You can, if you want to, you can move it. You can do all that. Nintendo are the only ones who are dickheads of that sort of thing. Yep, it's like, originally it was like, if your Nintendo Switch dies, it dies. Unlucky fucker. And I am going to agree with both of you. I think it can die. I think cloud save and gaming and the fact we can put them on huge things on our basically well if we want we have we can put them on usb devices if we want we can put them on our own memory cards go on a storage drive if we want but yeah they can die because they were tiny they'll get lost and if they corrupt we cry i do miss the idea that i could take my memory card and uh, take someone's house like chris said i do miss doing that but yeah for me this is one thing that can sadly keep dying and never come back and that is our little revival die. Next week, there will be something brand new that I'll be trying to think of to confuse everyone on Patreon. Now, for the game itself, it is Theme Hospital. As I said, I played this as a kid, but was shit at it, so only get a good chance because Rob said, let's come play this game again. And you know what? I had an absolute blast saying this. It was good fun, but please make sure if you play it again, play it on the PC, play it with sound, you'll have a lot more time. A lot more time, a lot more fun. I, look, look. before we go into it, I should actually say what I've been playing because it's been, it's been a shit show here at our house. Everyone's sick again. Everyone's sick. Hiccups is sick. The Queen is sick. I've been looking after them for the whole weekend. They've both been in bed. And the problem is, is that if you don't know, Australia basically shut all its borders and everyone was on a really strict lockdown for a year. And I think because the world is now reopening and everyone's coming back and mixing again, all new germs are mixing. So we're getting everything tenfold. Like we've been so ill this year. It's just been one thing after another. I'm waiting for me to go down again with something. But, ah, what an absolute general shit show. But before we go into Rob, what else have I been playing? I have finished Final Fantasy 2. I've completed that. I am now playing Final Fantasy 3. I am also playing, still playing Final Fantasy 5 on my PS Vita. I am playing Onimushu for my Nintendo Switch because I got asked to by one of our guests. And that will be on at some point. And I'm having a great time with that. And that's it. So there are three games I'm playing at the moment. I try and just do three. Phone. Vita Switch. Best way of keeping sane, to be honest, and keep a track of what the fuck's going on. So yes, now we're going to get onto Theme Hospital, and Rob, thank you very much for doing this, I really appreciate it, and thank you for bringing this back into my attention, because I'd not played it for so long. So I'm going to put some music on, and when we come back, we are talking about Theme Hospital, which was released for Windows in February 1998. Fuck me, I'm old. So 
So we are now returning to the show, and it's it's our good friend Robert. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. Now, nice to be here again. It, it's lovely. It's always a pleasure. And you're one of the most, I think, of all our guests, you are definitely our most, I'd say, pleasurable. Not in a sexual way. <laughs> pleasurable. Pleasurable. Wow. And for, for now, now, often we have problems with some of the games you pick because you always seem to pick games about boobies. But this time, <laughs> this time you've not picked a oh, game. Please. With, but you've not picked. No, no, no. This time you've been good. And although you have broken one of my usual rules, but I had to go for this one. I always said I wasn't going to go down the PC route, but then you said this one and I refused to play a PlayStation port. So we're going theme hospital for the PlayStation MS-DOS. Yes. (laughs) What have you got against PC games? Well, I haven't, but I was never a PC gamer when I was a kid. I was always a console one. And then you, because basically... PC gamers are always the PC master race, master race, aren't they? Of course, yeah. Exactly. I think, they, I think you can know. barely call the thing that I played Team Hospital on a PC, though. <laughs> well, yeah, when, when it, it still loads up, because I, I did play it. I bought it. I bought it for $5 on Origin and <laughs> literally was playing it, and it loads like MS-DOS. I was like, yes. Oh, it's cool, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like the loads. the load up was so, like, shit as well it was like you, you think with modern day games it'd be like oh load up properly you know like basically on it was like it just went to this dos format like Ehh. i was like what the fuck have they literally just ported it from a pc in the, in like the early early 2000s yeah i can imagine uh it just like cranking it up with your laptop just like all this power surging into the game it just didn't know what to do with it, it didn't know what to do it's like oh my god oh my god <laughs> but like I refuse to play the PlayStation for this, so I did. I did play the, and I'll get into why. Um, but I, I, you know, as a kid, I never really played this. I knew it was there. I had a little go of it, but I got bored too quickly, or it was I was just shit at it. But do you know what? Playing it for the, for for this, I had a I had a good time. Did you? I was really worried that it'd be one of those games that just like aged terribly. No, it, <laughs> it holds up. It still holds up. I think you, you need yeah. you need time to play it because like the levels are long, but I really enjoyed this. Well, that's good to hear that I didn't waste my childhood on something that was boring. <laughs> <laughs> so did you play a lot when you were a kid? Yeah, a fair, a fair amount. It was like coming out right at the sort of time where we got our first computer. So I think we had we had worms for a bit, but that was real clunky to get working. And then then we got an upgraded computer and we had Theme Hospital. And, and we used to play that quite a lot. And it's great because it kind of builds on Theme Park, wasn't it? Wasn't that their first one? Yeah, it's the it's same sort of idea, isn't it? It's just one of those ones where you kind of just build a something. Yeah. Right? And I never played Theme Park. Now, again, say I well, played I Theme Park for like five minutes and I was like bored of it. And again, yeah. this is probably me being a childhood used to Sonic. Um, but maybe yeah. as an adult, I appreciate the finer games. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty slow going. You gotta like be methodical and well. You say we say slow going. It's fucking not. This game is not slow. It starts slow going, but Jesus Christ! In five minutes, fucking chaos. Sorry, I lost you there, mate. Oh, my connection's unstable. It's like you say it's it's chaos. You say it's slow going, but after a few minutes, it's fucking chaos. Yeah, true. Yeah. Once you get a few people start vomiting everywhere and shitting on the floor. <laughs> 
Well, this is the thing, right? So the aim, the aim, for those who don't know, the aim of theme hospital, right, is you you start off, you get a hospital, like basically a blank slate, and you have to build, you have to basically increase the it's always the value of the hospital, your actual bank balance, your hospital's reputation, and cure people. They they're like your basically your criteria to win levels, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's how you progress, isn't it? There's yeah. There's lots of different ways you can do that. There, oh, there are, there are. And when you say you have to build things, yeah, you're right. You have to build everything in a hospital because you literally get nothing. It's like basically you just get the tarmac and you've got to build like your GP rooms. You've got to build your, your clinics, your wards. You've got to hire the staff. You've got to order freaking Coke machine or Kit Kat machines. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Make it all looking nice, like yeah, you gotta make it look you know, all, all nice and lovely. This is privatized American hospitals, you know. You gotta get your money's worth, squeeze every it, penny out of these. Is it uh, American poor though? suffering people? Is it American though? Uh, yeah, it's gotta be right. It's like dollars. Is that dollars? Well, yeah, it's dollars. But there's right. Okay, so I'll get into it later on why I was a bit confused because I always thought, yeah, it's it's freaking it's America because it's dollars yeah. that they pay you in. But I was like, there's a little bit later. I was like, yeah, what? So. Yeah, you have to build. You have to build everything, and the interface is quite nice, actually. Like, it's basically very clear about what you you know your tabs are about. You've got build rooms, hire staff. You know you, where you're up to, and it's very. It shows you where you're up to quite well. But this is the reason I didn't pick the PlayStation version because I know there's a PS One port. Before anyone goes, oh fucking hell, there's a PlayStation One port. The PlayStation One port, the bar comes up like in the middle of the screen <laughs> and you have to like when you're building your rooms because you could build the rooms you could build any room the size you want as like a minimum size and then maximum so you could basically make your whole hospital one big gp office which w- would be the worst thing ever but you could um and the p the playstation one was just clunky as shit i was like nah i need a mouse yeah. i need a mouse for this game yeah it's just like one of those games where you literally cannot play it on a on a controller it's just like freaking impossible so i just thought fuck it now i can already hear one of our other guests dan coles going oh fucking hell you said you're never gonna play a ps pc game shut up dan shut up <laughs> yeah you know, dan, dan can fuck off <laughs> <laughs> don't tell him that he'll be like shit shit and he lives your way he'll come after you <laughs> Oh shit! He doesn't know where he lived, do I? Does he? <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I'll be sending you. His is, he, is he post. big? Is he big and mean? <laughs> no, he's lovely. He's fine. He's fine. Uh, uh, the, the... I take it back. I take it back, Dan. I apologise. <laughs> I got a bit ahead of myself. I was getting a bit excited. <laughs> no, the the funny thing with this game, like, is you basically, yeah, there was there were like eleven levels. I got to about level five, level six in my time playing this because eventually the, the levels were getting quite long and there was no way I could the queen was like are you still fucking playing that game I was like right okay that's it that's enough of my research uh, I, I can have a bit of a confession now because because oh, uh, I don't think I ever really made it past level three they will do jeez <laughs> you're as bad as CPC CPC's like do you know what never even played this game for fuck's sake it was your I idea know. I didn't get <laughs> I didn't get past level three, but I did play the shit out of level three. <laughs> you know, every time, to- every time they're like, I got a bit, I got a bit sentimental. That was the issue. They were like, every time that the, you, 
the message came through like we want to upgrade you to the next hospital I was just like oh but I built this hospital with my yeah. bare hands I can't yeah. start from scratch but, but you know what right no so I yeah if basically once you can finish the level right once you've, you've finished all your goals you get a letter come through and it basically offers you the chance to go to another hospital but at first I thought that was a rival hospital trying to sign me away so I <laughs> I, I refused it twice I was like, no, no, I'm staying here. You, yeah, you can offer I'm me done. more money. Fuck off. Yeah, you're just holding out for a better deal. Well, I was like, <laughs> you, you, I was like, no, my hospital's doing. My hospital's the best. Fuck off. Yeah. Why would I leave? Sod you. And then I realised, oh shit, that's basically saying it was the next level. <laughs> Had I not took my yeah. gamble, I would have been on level one for the rest of the show. <laughs> yeah, and level one's like literally just like a tiny square hospital away. But you just have like a GP's office or something like that. Nothing yeah, else. Barely anything. <laughs> absolutely barely anything. Because that's the like, yeah. by the end Man, of the game. That would have been the best GP office around though. <laughs> and yeah, down. everyone comes around the world. There's no treatment rooms. You're not getting treated, but Jesus Christ, you've got the best GPs in here. There's like ten of them yep. in one office. Anything serious, you gotta go elsewhere. Yeah, go elsewhere and piss off. We'll deal with your piles. <laughs> <laughs> off again, pile, what was it? There was a piles condition in this, wasn't there? Oh, some of the conditions are great. We'll get onto that. But you were saying, like, yeah, yeah. it starts off, you've got like a really tiny hospital. But as the levels progress, you get like basically bigger. Well, you get a bigger map where you start off building your basic rooms because essentially the patient has to go from reception to GP office to treatment. So you have to have all that basically in place. But then as the hot, the levels get bigger, you get more land, which you can buy to put more stuff in. And I saw the level for the final level. I was like, holy shit. It was massive. Yeah. And that's, and that's the other thing that completely scared me off because I got to level three and then I found out that there was like a little cheat that you could use where you held down like shift and control and then clicked or something. And when you're on the map, you could click on the middle and go straight to the last level. I remember it loading up and it was just like all like massive buildings. I was like, oh, I'm just going to get back no, to level three. I'm scared, mommy. <laughs> mommy, help me. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that, that's amazing. That, see, that's the thing. I, I got bigger and bigger and bigger. I was like, wow, what's this going to be like? Well, you know, eventually, because they, they introduce more things as the game goes on. And you're like, Jesus, okay, this is getting like really intense. Because, yeah, level one is yeah. just your basic rooms, like your GP, your pharmacy, your ward. But then eventually, uh, as you get through, they start adding more rooms, like a surgery um, and a psychiatry, uh, different treatment rooms for the different conditions. It was like, holy shit, this place is getting bigger now. I can't freaking cope. Fuck off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just got... There was loads of like treatment rooms, like X ray as well, weren't there? Yeah, like, there was an X ray. It was actually room. like a proper hospital. There's an autopsy. A proper hospital. Yeah, proper hospital for like fake diseases. Well, that's oh, the right. The diseases, some of these were just superb. So, for those who don't know, it wasn't just like, you know, it wasn't just come in with like the cold or you broke, well, you know, you, you hurt yourself. They, they came up with loads of different random conditions. So, you had like the uncommon cold, the squits, which are basically the shits. And there was TV personality, third degree sideburns. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> that reminded me of the uh, Simpsons episode. And I can't remember which one. Did you see the softball episode? Daryl Strawberry. 
And, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and he's like, Bird. shave off those sideburns. Yeah, get off those sideburns. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Birds, I don't know you know these sideburns are. Like, You're off the team. <laughs> just, it's just yeah. superb. But they had like really random conditions like invisible man syndrome. They had bloaty heads. There was a bloaty head. That was that was my favorite. Bloaty head was superb. Then they had a tongue one where your tongue was like five times the size. Yeah. And it was like, Jesus, this is amazing. Yeah, that's what totally made that that game. Cause like it's kind of like the Sims, right? Or Theme Park Hospital. And I don't really go in for those kind of games that much. But this one, like the the comedy was just on oh. point. The comedy was, they had it nailed down to a point. Like, so basically, to right, so you're thinking, how would you cure these conditions like bloaty head or the tongue one? And how they cured them. And there was, a, oh, it was a rib, spare rib. Spare, spare. rib. <laughs> spare. So, right, to cure spare rib, you had the surgeons had to basically get rid of the spare rib. And then you'd take the spare rib home as a doggy bag. <laughs> The, the bloaty head was the first major one you had to deal with and you're yeah. like oh how are they going to cure this and the guy comes in with his bloaty head and the doctor just gets a pin and goes pop just pops his head yeah. just like a brother yeah and his head's like it's like a balloon yeah. all deflated to, yeah inflates his head and the room's called the inflator i was like that's fucking awesome and yeah. then the, the tongue one was like basically he puts your tongue in a machine and just slices the tongue off like holy shit yeah, it's like a it's like a fuck off massive guillotine, isn't it? And they yeah. just like load the tongue in. <laughs> I was like, just chop it straight off. This is like shit from like Lord of the Rings. This is freaking amazing. <laughs> but it it was so well done, and the comedy was yeah, spot on with shit like that. Because you see the whole hospital, everyone's just walking around with these big massive heads. It's like everyone's got DK mode on Goldeneye. <laughs> yeah, when it got real busy as well, you'd have all these like crazy diseased people just like all milling around oh like it, absolutely bonkers it was bonkers and you it was and that's the thing there was it sounds like oh there's not much to do there was always every minute of the get every second there's always some shit going on and you're like fucking hell can the hospital just run for fucking five minutes by itself <laughs> yeah if it wasn't like a staff crisis it was like Health inspector. Man, yeah. it's a lot to run in the hospital. It's not, any, so not an much. easy job. And we say about the staff. Okay, so the staff, you have to hire your own staff. And yeah. this, I'm, I'm going to say something to piss people off. So I thought they got the staffing right. Women can't be doctors. Women are nurses. Come on. Hey, what... hey, hey. No, no. They're receptionists as well. Oh, sorry. And, and yeah, women, you can only be nurses and receptionists in this game. Yeah, that's what it, yeah. Stick, stick to your lane. It was uh, it was pretty terrible, wasn't it? Like pretty, <laughs> pretty sexist pretty stereot- back in those days. Yeah, sexist, stereotyping, whatever. Is the, yeah. the males were doctors and janitors. Females were and nurses yeah. and receptionists. Yeah. But you, so you had to basically hire. You were in charge of hiring all your team. Yeah. But the thing is, they had different, the, the doctors, uh, they had different skills. And so basically, if you needed a surgeon, you needed to find a surgeon. You needed to find ones that had psychiatry. But the great thing was about the staff was their, um, their basic descriptions were just, again. Yeah, they had little bios, didn't they? Little bios, <laughs> like there were ones that said, bone idle. And there was ones that <laughs> full of hate. I was like, yes. Hi- I was like, hire a receptionist that's full of hate. Because basically, yes. 
all staff eventually become full of hate and they're the ones who know the job the best. So hire those fuckers and you'll get shit done. <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly what you want from a hospital. You know, you go in sick, you walk up to the receptionist, you, you know, you get this nice, nice receptionist turn around and they just say, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you want, someone full of hate when you're feeling down. <laughs> that's what happened to me when I was in hospital recently. They were like, oh, what's... I was like, oh, doctor, I'm sick. Fuck off and sit down, can't. <laughs> That's what happened. It's exactly yeah. what happened in Australia. You sit down. But you knew they were doing a great job. <laughs> so it's all worthwhile. Well, I was only in for two days. They did a great job. Yeah, and... Sorted you right out. <laughs> would have been a week otherwise. Yeah, it could have been a week. <laughs> I might not have even got served. The nice officer yeah. goes, Oh, what's wrong with you? Are you? I'll heal you. Then you got the aggressive one. Just heal a prick. How do you reckon they would have fixed pneumonia in that game? Probably just like. Rip your lungs out. They would have sucked out with like a Hoover. Yeah. The doctor would have just put a big, big rubber glove on and just like rammed it down your throat. <laughs> right down your throat. That's not, that's me gagging on the hand before we have any comments. But this thing, it, what was great was like, yeah, you, you could hire these staff and then the staff. So you had to make them a staff room as well, which is always like, so I always try to look after the staff. I always try to put a pool room in and a TV, but sometimes I was a dick. I turned the TV round where the couch was. I turned the TV to facing the wall. I was like, ha no backwards. TV. No TV. Oh, man. I tell you what, these, these kind of games, like they're good fun, but they're basically just psychopath training, aren't they? Because oh. you're just messing with these people, people's lives. Yeah. And it's like staff need windows. They don't. I, I don't think they do. Yeah. Make the staff room as far as away from, from everything as possible. Yeah. I mean, that's truly diabolical, isn't it? Just make an entire staff room, but making it as just slightly as un- uncomfortable as possible. You know, you're just macked out with all the gear, but it's just all really annoying to use. <laughs> just really annoying. Like the pool yeah, table's right by the door. <laughs> as soon as you open the door, dunk, <laughs> pool table. And this is the thing. It, it, the staff could revolt as well. Which were, or usually It was always the doctors. And it was like, yeah. pay me more. And it was like, if you don't pay me, I will go get, be a video games producer. And I was like, <laughs> wow, really? Is that? What? And then you look Pretty at how meta. much they want. It's like 14 extra dollars. So fuck it. You can have it, mate. No, don't give in to that kind of thing. <laughs> like, you know, you'll have a staff uprising on your hands in no time. Well, they got to the stage. No wonder like, you what? only got to level six. Well, they got to one level. I was like, oh, I, I basically have finished the level. I've just, it's just waiting on the money to rack up. And this one doctor went, yeah, video game producer. Went, Fuck off, mate. Sacked him straight away. <laughs> I don't need you. I'm making money. I'm fine. I'm done. It, yeah. it, was, it was great. And... So that you had eventually, because um, you had your diagnostic rooms as well, and then the game would basically say, "Ah, oh, they come up with these messages, and they they constantly messages, and they'd say, right, you've got um, a 69%, or you know, a 72% chance of curing this patient, what do you want to do? And you could say you can send him home, you could basically tell him to wait, or you can basically gamble on a treatment, and if it worked, it worked, but if it didn't, it'd kill him. Yeah. But and then I you got, got haunted. Top. And that's the thing. I, this, well, I got one. It was like, yeah, it came up and it came 69%. And I was like, well, I'm always going to gamble when it's 69%. I'm like, nice. You've got to gamble. And then it failed. And I get a message saying, you've just killed your first patient. How does that make you feel? I was like, well, damn it. You've got to take fucking risks with medicine. Poor guy had a family. 
Yeah. Well, you've got to take risks. He, if it wasn't for me, he could have died yeah. outside. It's true. It's but true. Then, it's true. But then what happens? You're the real hero in this story. I, I am either. the real hero in this situation. Yeah. Even the Grim Reaper who turns up, which is superb. It is absolutely the Grim Reaper just walking around your hospital. It's like, what a sight. Didn't need to do that. Didn't need to put him in. Did. Awesome. I want to see the Grim Reaper. Great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it just like, he, he popped up, didn't he? And then just got his side out. And then they just like disappeared. And, the he, and board, he takes him back to hell. The chasm would open up. Yeah. Straight to hell. Awesome. And the thing is, though, how do you killed your first patient? I'm sorry. Have you ever been to a hospital? People die every day. It's like, yeah, fucking get on with it. But yeah, you mentioned earlier about people being sick. And yeah, they vomit on the floor. There's rubbish. There's like trash. And then vomit. You see people go, bleh. Yeah. I mean, people are so inconsiderate. I remember I always used to put massive toilets in because you had to put toilets in the hospital. You had to put toilets, yeah. Because other people shit on the, you know, otherwise people do literally just shit on the floor. But then, you know, you think they could come there to vom as well. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And then, then you have to hire the janitors and you have to hire enough janitors to clean up all the sick. But I was like, again, yeah. what hospital do you walk into where there's just vomit as soon as you walk into the reception? <laughs> just sitting there. Well, us, obviously got enough van- janitors. Or well, you some- haven't been to a bad enough hospital. Well, sometimes my janitors walk past it. Like, what do you mean, mate? I just fucking paid you to do that shit. <laughs> clean that up, you wanker. That was- that was the bone idol one. You just didn't give no fucks. Do you know what was? They were all all right. This is this is a really de- all the janitors were black. I was like, that's that's so they racist. Weren't. That's so racist. No, you were just hiring the black, the black ones. You could definitely get white janitors. I'm no, sure. you couldn't. They were all black. Oh my god. I'm I'm pretty sure all the all the janitors are black. I was like that, and all the doctors are white, and all the it's like this is racist. Jeez. It's like. Again, this is just me. I, yeah. Comment if I, if there are white jazz, I'm pretty sure. I was like, fuck, this is shocking. Man, I'm starting to rethink how much I like this game. <laughs> <laughs> just like sweet, sweet, innocent kid, just like, oh, you know, just making a hospital, trying to save people's lives. But then there's just massively propagating racism, apparently. And sexism at all points. And sexism, yeah. And gambling oh, of people's no. lives. <laughs> but the, you know, some of the, um, I don't know you have the Grim Reapers and stuff, but you get constant messages saying, oh, your hospital needs benches. Your people need to sit down. So fucking hell. So I'll just stand yeah. and wait. Come on. They, or you need, they need drinks, which were sponsored by Kit Kat, which was brilliant. The Kit Kat machine. <laughs> you need, your plants need watering. People are cold. I was like, oh, fuck off. Just put a jumper yeah. on. There's literally always shit to be doing. Always shit to be doing and then you get emergencies as well it's like holy shit so your emergencies could be um people like people come in and they say oh we need these five people cured within like a certain time limit or there could be an earthquake which wrecking machines and it's like oh yeah i've got that yeah but you with the with the emergencies you did have the option basically do you want to take them on or do you want to say no Uh, and if you took them on your hospital's reputation would go up if you did it but if you failed, that was always the gamble, wasn't it? It was like, if you if you take on these tasks and you failed, your hospital reputation would basically sink. So you had to make sure you were actually staffed and out of position to go, yeah, I could do it. So they were optional. The, earth, the earthquakes weren't. The earthquakes were like, meh, no. <laughs> unlucky, be ready for that yeah. shit. 
and the screen used to like shake, didn't it? it yeah, like, the screen used to shake. And if, but base, what it would do is basically just up your usage of your machines. Um, but if you so if your machines weren't being looking at, looked after by your maintenance, by your by your caretakers, yeah. then um, basically they blow up. So you had to make yeah. sure your machines are always well looked after. So that was the point. You had to make yeah. sure you had the staff to do it. And that was pretty punishing as well, wasn't it? Because once they blew up, they were they were fucked and you couldn't do anything about it. You were just stuck with like dead space in your hospital. Yeah, so you, you had to replace be it. really, really careful. So you had, that's the thing. you always had to make sure you were clicking everything. And the, this was one of the one problems I had with the game is that eventually, it's not a problem with the first one when you've got your tiny hospital, but as the game gets bigger, you get more land and then you've got way more shit going on. And yeah. the problem was, was like, yeah, you've got your mouse, which you can, you know, left and right and work out where you are. But it would have been nice to have like a zoom in, zoom out option. I don't know if you had that. I can't remember, but I mean, I I played the game on a laptop with because that was the fastest so was I, yeah. that we had. Yeah. So yeah, but I... like a, a laptop in like 1995, Ooh. which, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, like, you know, they used to have like that little nipple in the middle of the keyboard. Oh, they still do? Yeah, or well, some still do. Yeah, that's what I played to think possible with. With the little like, nipple. The, the, little, the little nipple, nipple. which works out yeah. as, you, as your mouse, basically. Still managed to get boobs in there somehow. Yeah, <laughs> he did. You Dirty <laughs> bastards. You always manage to get a bit of nipple in here. But yeah, yeah it was... I, I don't... Again, someone could quote me if, if this can happen, but I couldn't find a way of doing it. But it would have been great to be able to zoom out and zoom in, zoom out and zoom in. That would have saved so much time when you're trying to scroll between building to building. And they say, like, oh, you st- your people need seats. I'm not trying to work out, oh, fucking, which building is it that fucking needs seats? Who's the ungrateful yeah. bastard that needs a seat? Computers didn't even have scroller wheels then. That's, and they didn't, did they? So they said, <laughs> this wasn't an option, but maybe, I was going to say, oh, maybe an updated version. No, this is still the, this is still the, the original version. So yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe in like, because I know they've made, They've made sequel, not sequels, and there's there's other versions of hospital games. Yeah, um, there's, there's two two point hospital, which is the same. It's like the same developers or something. Yeah, That's I think it's kind of like it's much better. Yeah, it's pretty good. So I would imagine you can probably scroll on that one. <laughs> I imagine yeah, they probably put that sort of thing in there. But we said you know the because you also had like your emergency, you had your emergencies, you had, you had your um the you also had um VIPs. Yeah, and they were just dressed up as li- like like the Monopoly man, snooty bastards yeah, coming yeah. in just to basically judge your hospital. Yeah, I was going to say they look like the the, the fat controller from from Thomas the Tank Engine. Thomas the Tank Engine, <laughs> yeah, they do. They look more yeah. like that than Monopoly man. Yeah, Thomas the Tank Engine man comes in, and but there was some of the people you had come to your hospital. Were great, you had the King of Netherlands came in, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Why is the King of the it's Netherlands? So random. And he's he's yeah. coming in unaccompanied. He just walks in by himself. I was like, you not got a team? He's not got a bodyguard? Nah. And he basically, they don't go into any rooms. They just walk around and just observe the hospital. Yeah, you know, just like uh, just like VIPs in normal hospitals, I guess. They just walk around and, you know, think the whole place smells a new paint. Yeah, that's that's all they do. But this this is where it confused me. Where I thought this is an English English game because one of the VIPs was a Premiership footballer. Yeah, is a Premiership footballer. So I was like, oh, okay, is yeah. this meant to be England because they wouldn't call it a footballer; they call it a soccer player, and they wouldn't call it a. Pre- and it's not; it's a Premiership. They use the word Premiership, and I was like, right, okay, that's, that's confused weird. me because they wouldn't call that yeah. in America. Yeah. 
but you also did make money off your patients. So, I mean, that, that doesn't happen in England, does it? No. Well, the private sector, it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he literally goes in and goes, cha-ching. Yeah, he literally goes, cha-ching. And then a dollar sign comes up above your head. Yeah. yeah, that's basically the private sector. Maybe this is a True. private hospital in, I don't know, someone Maybe, could basically yeah. work out, tell me this is if I'm chatting shit yeah. or not. Find out where it's from. Find out where it's from. But it would just make me laugh. Like when we had the footballer come in, right? And they give you like a review. And basically, again, so they, their job is to basically, they, they affect your reputation, the, the, the VIPs. And again, you can basically accept them or, or not accept them. So you have to, but when they come, you have to make sure everything's clean. So if they come in and there's just shit everywhere, they're not going to be too happy. But as you say, yeah, they're just coming in to sniff the paint. But the, the, I always had good reviews, but the, uh, the footballer says, who wants to go for a curry? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> What the what the fuck? Everyone else is like great hospital. This is a hospital. Curry goes, yeah, curry. I was like, all right. Are you inviting me? Are you inviting me for a curry? A bit random. Yeah, but it just like as I said, it, it was it was a there's the what there wasn't. It's you can't really go much more into it because you know we kind of gone through what the game the premise is, but it was just to emphasize. You were so busy. Yeah, it was literally everything was going on all at once. It was an absolute shit show most of the time, if I'm honest. Yeah, it was. Oh, once once the levels get bigger, and I said I got level five or six, once the levels get bigger, because the aliens start or alien DNA starts shit happening and like in later levels, I never got to that stage, but I know that's a thing. And it just got fucking chaos. And I can imagine when you got to that final level, what the strategy must have been to actually win that. I should actually watch that. I should have watched that on YouTube just to see, holy shit, how busy is this place? Yeah, it was it was literally bonkers. And even so in it, the, even at the lower levels, it real ramped up fast as well. Like, yeah, it was. Like, how did you, how far did you get level six? What was that like? Probably oh, it was hard, it was manageable. It was it was still yeah. manageable. Um, what I found is that the main hot the main hospital was dead was really busy, but then yeah. they I I tried to put my treatment or the new treatments because like they said like oh, there's a surgery here, there's this here. So I then tried to like put them in the new buildings, but those buildings were never never as busy as yeah. the main hospital. But because I think that had the GP clinic, that had the diagnostics, that had the pharmacy. I always made sure like those rooms were always there. And then anything else, like the the, the more out there treatment rooms were, were spread out. Because I thought to myself, yeah. well, people just want to go see the doctor and they don't necessarily need to get their tongue cut off. So put that a bit further away. But that yeah. main hospital was like an ant's nest. It was just like, fuck, there are so many people in here. It was one of those ga- Go on. Yeah, it was one of those games, wasn't it? Where it's like you, you, you—it's just you're kind of like managing the chaos. It's like organized chaos. Yeah. And then like a couple of things that will happen, and then all of a sudden it'll be like going to fucking hell in a handbasket. You know, you get an emergency or something like that, and suddenly you're just like the shit's hitting the fan. And yeah, like, you get, like everywhere. You get like epidemics as well, so people are really ill. So you have to bump yeah. them to the front of the queue because if you don't, well, they're going to die. And it's like, fucking that wrecks your reputation. Yeah. But you used to get like scoreboards. Do you remember that? And it's like basically comparing you because there are other hospitals in the region. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, you your, have to beat 
you have to beat them. They're like your competition. I was always smashing them. Again, this was early levels. God knows when it comes later. But then yes. you look at like their death rates and it's like, well, what the fuck? People, one person died, 20 died in that hospital. It's like, well, what's the, what were you fucking complaining about then? Yeah. They were obviously, did, did, did you know that you can just kick patients out? Yeah, you can. Did, did you realise that? <laughs> so it's like, yeah. well, you look a bit too sick. I'm just going to get rid of you. Just well, that's the thing. Numbers. Yeah, if you, if you couldn't cure them, you kick them out. I was like, wow. Yeah. It's pretty brutal as well. I think, the, I think the icon was literally just like the patient. I and mean, then you like kick them up the ass with a boot, basically. Yeah. That was the button to kick them out. Could you imagine that in modern day? <laughs> yeah. Right, we've got cancer. Um, uh, I suppose that happens. If they can't cure you. There's nothing they can do. Bye. <laughs> they literally boot you out they've got a special boot that they use <laughs> it's like the boot from the simpsons <laughs> <laughs> if anyone gets that reference yeah. the australia episode just yeah, yeah. just absolutely <laughs> great but yeah. the thing is i i still think even because i can't remember i would have said it at the top of the episode but i can't remember how old this game is i genuinely think this game still holds up now yeah I mean, it's like the the comedy in it is just like timeless. That's what that's what really sells it for me. Yeah, the comedy's great. Like the the opening sequ- video sequence is old as fuck with the, the doctor with the chainsaw, yeah. which is like, what the fuck? Yeah. But it's so dodgy. But it's, it's so brilliant. dodgy back then. But the the actual gameplay itself, the way it controls, the way it, you know it, it handles, the way you're doing shit. Apart from like a zoom in, zoom out, it's like I said. It's probably 20 odd years old now. Easy. And I was Easy, like, yeah. I'm still enjoying this. I can still play this today and still have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I, I'm glad you mentioned that in it, that first video because I used to love that video. I used to watch it every time. Yeah. It was so random. It's like, why is the doctor <laughs> got a chainsaw? Why? Yeah. He's got a chainsaw. And I, I watched it again recently in prep for this and I, and I didn't, didn't appreciate it at the time. But he's, the guy's on the table and then it flashes up on the screen that he hasn't got any health insurance, the patient. <laughs> and the doctor just hits this red button. It just like launches him down this, like, shoot. That's the, so, like, uh, yeah. most, that's the thing. That it's, sounds American. That <laughs> sounds so American. No health insurance. Well, yep. sorry. Denied. Yeah. Go away. Sorry. We were, we, Yeah. We, we won't give you the pleasure of getting hacked up by a massive chainsaw. We'll just kick you out instead. <laughs> exactly. It's just it's just great. And that's what I love about it. I said, yeah, it, the comedy. Uh, can you imagine that? That's like house level. <laughs> Gregory House kicking <laughs> yeah. everyone with a chainsaw. But yeah, it's still, I, I really had a good time. Like, had the missus not been, you know, the queen was sitting there going, you still fucking playing. I would have carried on. Because I really was enjoying it, and I wanted to see how yeah. far I could have got into this game. And yeah, it's not. I didn't. I'll clarify. I didn't stop because I was bored. No, I was really enjoying this. It was just a fact yeah. I had to stop because of time constraints. But considering it was like five dollars, like Australian, I, I was like bargain, absolute bargain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was worth it just for the sassy. Uh... Sassy Hospital announcer. Did you did you get a load of that? I didn't get so much of that. Yeah, no, because I had the sound off. What was this? Because yeah, I had uh, the sound off for it. Yeah, there yeah, was always you, someone over the telecom, wasn't there? Yeah, it was. It was things like patients are reminded, please don't die in the corridors. <laughs> Just like shit, like that all the way through. 
Oh, she's got a point. The hospital administrator is coming. Look busy <laughs> and stuff like that. It's absolutely classic. I, I can remember. I can remember the tannoy when I played it as a kid, but I can't remember what they said. That's superb. Yeah, yeah classic. That's absolute. And that's the thing. You, you want games. It knows what it is. It knows exactly yeah. what it is. It knows exactly what it's doing. And it's going to take the piss with it. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it doesn't take yourself too seriously. Golden yeah. rule. So you've just, off camera, because we have this usual little problem we have with our audio equipment, and you mentioned there was rats. Now, I didn't realise there were rats. What were the rats doing? Yeah. So you obviously kept a very clean hospital. So I did. I kept a very clean on that. I did. Uh, you missed out on probably the best part of the game. The rats. The rats were incredible. When you when you when your hospital got real day because you know like you know you got people shooting everywhere and even yeah. rubbish, your hospital would get rats and you'd have like a little mouse hole in like the walls of your thing, and then a rat would like run out of it and run across the hospital, and uh, if you hovered over the rat with your with your mouse, yeah, it would ch- turn into a crosshair. If you clicked on it, if you clicked on it, it went and you would shoot the rat and there'd be like this red mist and a red stain on the floor and then the janitor used to have to come in clean up the mess holy shit I can't believe you missed it, it was incredible oh, I should have made my hospital a shithole just to do that yeah, yeah. you're obviously doing far too good at this game like <laughs> because, right, the reason why I was so good at this game is because I had to be hyper-focused because I was like, right, I've got so long with this game before the Queen goes, what are you fucking doing? So I've got to get through as much as I can. Focus. Yeah, yeah. It's like zen what, It was really hard, though. You know, you know, p- people talk about, you know, you see all these first-person shooter players, you know, immensely talented, you know, in all the big tournaments. Give them theme hospital, tend to spot a few rats. That'll really test their metal. <laughs> That'll test their skills out to the max. Yeah. Totally. you got to be real fast. They're like, Usain Bolt rats just like whizzing <laughs> across the hospital. Oh, I'm going to have to YouTube this afterwards. Oh, fucking yeah. hell. That's and there great. Was like a, there was like a secret level mini game, which was literally like just rats. And you had to what? like shoot as many In rats this as game, possible. There was a secret. Yeah, mini- yeah, yeah. This game is superb. <laughs> Like, it never stops giving. <laughs> no, I think the only complaint I have about this game is a zoom in, zoom out feature. That's it. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I said the game knows what it is. It still holds up today. I think if you, know, you I think you've got to have that sort of patience for this sort of game. It's not everyone's cup of tea because it's a clicky game rather than like a you know, you're moving your character around. You're not doing that. Yeah. It's basically you are just like the overlord managing systems. But if that's your type of game, I think you're in for a great, I think you're in for a really good treat. Yes, I know there are yeah. better versions now, but this still works. Yeah. If you've got a slightly psychopathic streak where, you know, you like trapping people in corridors and stuff like that and just letting people die. You're fine. There's games for you as well. There's games for you. Brilliant, isn't it? Well, I said, I've, I, have you got anything else to say about this lovely game? No, I think that's everything. Like, the, what more is there to say? What more is it? Well, so if you had to score this out of 10, the usual out of 10, what would you give it? Oh, yeah, this is a hard one. Because, like, I think it's probably about a six. Because, like, it's a, good, it's a good game. But it's, like, 
it's not my sort of game. Right? Yeah. Generally, I don't I don't tend to play those kind of like, you know, like The Sims, yeah. Theme Park, you know, not my cup of tea. But I think just the the humour just really makes it. I reckon maybe like six. I reckon maybe even a six point five, just because of how absolutely See, hilarious. I was going to go higher. I'm going to yeah. go an eight. You're going to get an eight. Wow. Because generally, again, yeah, the humour makes it, it stands out. I said I forgot about the tannoy because I couldn't yeah. hear it. I remember as a kid, but the fact that it, it basically it played to its strengths is it wasn't being too serious. It still holds up today. If you want to play, it. like you know, you compared to like PlayStation One games or N64, this still holds up considering how old it is. And I, and I genuinely had a really good time playing this. I know people want me to rant and rave. It's not that sort of thing, but I, I said, it's not for everyone. I agree with you, but I, I enjoyed it. I really did. Yeah. I'll have to pick a really shit game next time. Just to really wind you up. Well, yeah, you pick a really <laughs> go for it. You pick a shit game. Go for it. Well, sir, we'll work out for your next shit game what it's going to be off camera, but it's been a pleasure as always, my friend, and I'll see you next time. Yeah, cheers, boss. Thanks for having me. was episode 28 and theme hospital thank you very much for rob for getting behind this and letting me go through this i had an absolute great time as usual thank you for you all for listening and for those who aren't involved and you want to get involved go to patreon.com forward slash retro wars i'll see you all next week for another game you take care of yourself i've been danny bye bye